Hey everybody, this is Ruben, and you're listening to Amazing Stories. Take time for your revenge. It is never well done in a hurry. Remember that, Lorenzo, when you come to rule. Remember the past is never dead, for its consequences live in each one of us. Can you see anything? No, I bloody can't. He's here somewhere. Listen. This far in my chronicle of House Medici, and was thinking of how this could have been the end for my son Lorenzo, called the Magnificent, and that this was a moment for prayer and reflection. But as Boccaccio was wont to say, there's no shagging in heaven. Let's get on with it down here. The Medici Bankers, Gangsters, Popes by Mike Walker. Episode 2 Lorenzo the Magnificent. The increasing independence exercised by the directors of the regional and international branches of the Medici Bank is a potential point of weakness and should be watched with the utmost vigilance. This policy could lead to... Yes, yes, you get the idea. Things are unstable. So I'd better start with the day my husband, Piero de' Medici, did something remarkably stupid. Good to see you up and about, Messer Piero. Thank you. Are they here? Waiting for you in the hall. You shouldn't be here, husband. You're gone. Neither should you, wife. But here we are. Are the boys ready? Of course. Tell him. Tell your father he's wrong. Renzo? Gio? Mama, I wouldn't dare. And I wouldn't know. It's all a mystery to me. It must be done, Lucrezia. The bank is disastrously low in funds. But to call in the debts, the late payments, the mortgages... Buggers owe it. They should pay it. While they owe it, Gio, they also owe us loyalty and their support on the Signoria Council. And none of that matters if the bank doesn't have the funds it needs to operate. Can't we sell a building or two? It's not that easy, Renzo. Or transfer money from other branches. They are semi-independent. It would take time to arrange. We need gold here and now. I am the head of the family. This is my decision. I expect your support. So be it, husband. You will have it. Boys? All the way, Papa. Always. Balls up for Medici. So my husband told the bank's creditors to pay back what they owed. The money dribbled in and the goodwill flowed out. After that day, the gout sent him back to his bed of pain, and I tried to mend the damage. Too late. Piero the gouty loved football, and that was about it. Oh, and unusually for a Medici, he was handsome too. Died after five years in charge. Big service, everyone came, 
Splendid tomb and dead and gone and Renzo still under twenty. One of the boys, out in Florence after midnight with his little brother, Gio. Here, throw us the ball. <laughs> Don't drink it all. <clears throat> Why not? There's always another. Anyway, besides... Uh. You are too young oh, to be going to Get on with it. Who is it this time, eh? <clears throat> well. <clears throat> Marietta! <coughs> oh, Marietta! Donati's daughter. <laughs> Brother, you are taking a chance. Marietta! <laughs> Renzo Medici, is that you? It is. It is your loving, oh. worshipping... Very, very, very likeable servant, Madonna. You're drunk. Go away. I come to... <laughs> Fall over drunk! Marietta, Marietta, Marietta! We need more wine. Throw us down a bottle. Are you mad? Madonna, I have a verse. Go away! Madonna, thou art beautiful. But beauty seldom lasts. So forget about the morning and let us celebrate... Your ass, it's <coughs> Love! <laughs> Love! While we... While we... Stay where you are! I love you! My Lorenzo, so unlike his handsome father, ugly as sin with the charm of the devil... but not always devilish. You play well, Renzo. I try. There's something glass-like about music, a purity. Music shows things as they are with all of the beauty of a, a theorem that we almost understand and then we don't. And so we go out and disturb the peace of the Donati family. Are you sleeping with the girl yet? Mother! Oh, you will be soon enough. But more to the point, you'll also be married. I saw the Orsini's in Rome. They agree to the match. You'll marry Clarice. Mother! Well, she's a bit of a flounder, but willing. Strong, good breasts. Make a decent mother. And no threat to you, of course. I hear she's written you letters already, but you haven't replied. You should. I'm busy. You're the head of the family. Not yet. I'm not old enough. Oh, yes. Soderini wants to see you. What's that old fixer up to? He was a good friend to your father. Go see him. Now. Patrizia? We shall be alone and unheard. Sit. Sit. I am need to at my age. You make me nervous. Prowling around like a hungry lion. <laughs> no, nothing makes you nervous, Patrizio. Your fingers are on every string of the lute. You play the tunes that make other men dance. I make the deals that allow things to go smoothly in Florence, so everyone gets to eat. I didn't expect to be here. You're the eldest son. Why would you not be? Because the law states that clearly a man cannot be leader of his house, and all that implies, mm -hmm. until he is 21. Florence needs youth, Lorenzo, a young duke who can be splendid. Our artists, our writers and poets, they're your friends. We marked time under your father, now we can use time. 
build a great and wonderful city, as your grandfather Cosimo dreamed. Cosimo had his best friend murdered after they took power. I won't do that, Sotorini. I like my friends. <laughs> no assassinations, I promise. Can it be done? The people love you. You're a bad boy with a good name. The council will vote for you. Don't you want this? That's what you were born for. Of course I do. But I'll be my own man. I wouldn't want it any other way. I have the Signoria. You have Florence. Medici rules. My boy rode to the cathedral on a great white horse. His brother Gio beside him, all Florence in his train. They love you, Renzo. They love the food and the wine, the entertainment we've paid for. They want to see a tournament. It reminds them that once we were soldiers. And we can be again. Look at it. Look at it, Renzo. It's ours today. As long as we can keep it, brother. There's other eyes always looking over our shoulders. Nah, this has always been a Medici town, and it always will be. Lorenzo the Magnificent will rule the world! And every bedroom in it. <laughs> Lorenzo and Gio riding into the future. How splendid they were. And behind them, the past. A man named Tinucci and a banker from the House of Pazzi. Look at them, Tinucci. Is it not passing brave to be a Medici and ride in triumph through Florence? and smile behind your murderer's face. Still, they love their bad boy. Now they do. He buys their love, and love bought can be as easily sold. Son of the House of Patsy should know all about buying and selling. Mm, I know what I want. I want Florence the way it was. But you, they tell me you want revenge for a murdered grandfather. Can I trust that? My father was weak. And time took Piero de' Medici before he could act. The debt is passed to me, by blood. And I will have it. Do you trust blood? It is a fine anger you carry, my friend. And a heavy burden. He's looking up. Wave. Smile. Bravo, Lorenzo. Hooray Bravo. for Medici. Yes, yes. Ride while you may, Lorenzo. And we wait. And when the moment comes... My son was stepping ashore on an undiscovered country. He was fascinated by everything. Everything except the one thing that had made him what he was. Profits of the Medici Bank this year of 1470. Domestic and foreign. Avignon, 8,947 florins. Basel, 5,065 florins. Bruges and London, 17,788. Florence, 24,786. Rome, 88,511. Venice, 63,391. Profits accruing to the partners, House Medici, 237,988. Tommaso Soderini, one hundred and fifty thousand and enough, seventy. Enough, enough, enough. We only wish to know one thing, and one thing only. Gio? How much money have we got? Exactly. 
237,988 scudi. And in real money? 203,000 florins, give or take. Oh, we'll take. For you. Diamonds. For your eyes. Mm. Pearls. Because why not pearls and sapphires and rubies? Because you are the most beautiful woman in Florence. The maker is the Pope's favorite jeweler. But I have stolen him away. For the cleverest thief in Florence? But won't His Holiness be a little annoyed? Well, it'll enable him to practice the Christian virtue of forgiveness, oh. my dear, and sweet Marietta. What has the Pope got to do with Christian virtues, I wonder? <laughs> it is very beautiful, but won't your new wife find it embarrassing? She knows you gave it to me. Why should Clarice be concerned? She knows the score. She has the babies and my name. And you have the jewels and my heart, Marietta. <laughs> Clarice Orsini de' Medici also had something Renzo needed. She was living at the country estate with her first child. It was considered healthier, or more convenient for Lorenzo. Madam Mother, welcome. Thank you, Clarice Mia. I uh, have not been out here as much as I wished. It's dusty, boring, full of buffalo and babies, with not a sight of husbands. How is he? Does he not write? He writes sonnets, but not for me. Oh, you got the future of the house. May I hold the babe? Do you know how? I think I remember. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> little Piero. Well, I hope you have better luck than my Piero. And better health, too. Is Renzo sick? No, no, he's well, but he will be sick. They all are. He's Medici. Sooner or later. They have everything, Clarice, and they do not have time or freedom from pain. Perhaps that's why they try to live so fast. I pray for him. But you were his advisor. I am nothing. You are an Orsini and a Medici. You have ancient blood and modern hopes. You care for this thing of ours, and in you it lives. And if you wish it, he will listen to you. Why? Because he needs you. He doesn't know it yet. But he will. <laughs> What's so important that you take me away from the council and compel me to climb these damn steps? Fine, Falcon. A gift from Jacobo Pazzi. Why is he giving you such presents? What does he want? Take care. They're a second-rate bank that used to be something. And you don't want them to say that about Medici, so you should take more interest. Establish yourself as a leader across Europe. Let them know who's the capo de capi. Exactly. That's why I called. There's a new pope in Rome, and my father sent me to negotiate with the last pope. We did well out of it. We need to get Sixtus on the books. 
We can't afford to be enemies. Yeah, it would be advantageous to the house. But even the Medici might find it difficult to walk in and make a deal just like that. Well, how do I do it? Fly! Your carice is in Orsini. Her uncle is Cardinal Orsini. What else are families for? But it won't come cheap. Nothing does in this world. I'll tell you what. I'll take her with me. <laughs> you know what a family man I am. I'll take Gio, too. Just have a care, Lorenzo. Not everybody loves you. I'm ugly and lovable. Soderini, I'm irresistible. So, your uncle, he's a good sort. He's a cardinal. Aren't they all good sorts? Gio! <laughs> Come! Coming! And here we go. Lorenzo de' Medici to see his eminence. Little Clarice, oh, how splendid <laughs> you have become. I remember you with bare feet paddling in puddles. Come, come, <laughs> give your uncle a kiss. <laughs> Messer Medici, it is an honour to receive you in my humble rooms. We should all be so lucky to be so humble, Eminence. Excuse my little brother, Eminence. Oh, nonsense, we're practically family, and when family come to Rome, it's... First, I have a little gift for you. A local artist, Botticelli, a chalk sketch of Venus rising. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh, this is magnificent indeed. The master Sandro, I shall treasure it, Lorenzo. Local Venus, too. Marietta Donati, who lo <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She is a noted beauty of Florence, uncle. Quite celebrated. She has many admirers. Also, I'm told... But, come, uh, we must talk in private. And in Rome, the most private is the public. Holiness is celebrating mass. Or rather, celebrating another of his seedy relations who's received a bishopric or some such. Come. How accommodating is he likely to be? How generous are you likely to be? As his bankers, I would say very generous. Yeah, you'll need to be, Messer. The thing is, if we buy him, will he stay? It bought? is too early to tell, young Gio. There's no honour among thieves in the Vatican. We could tie him up in a highly favourable contract. Too canny for that. What goes under the board stays under the board. Well, that's how my great-grandfather started out, so... Runs in the family. You'd like an audience? Private, if possible. Well... That is going to cost more than a Botticelli sketch, my dear. Holiness, your blessing. Oh, they weren't joking, were they? You're one ugly bastard. Here, want to kiss the ring? All right, Medici, on your feet. Uh, don't mind me, I'm a simple pope, simple needs. Orsini tells me you're a bright lad, too. Know what's what. I hope so, Holiness. What did you pay him? His family. Oh, don't tell me about family. I'm asked deep in family. So, what can you do for me? As your banker. My predecessor's banker. I'm here to serve. Well... 
You don't waste time, do you? I like that in a man. My people are merchants, shopkeepers even. Yours are money changers. No la da I've got a lot of relations I need to place in this church. That costs money, yes? Yes, Holiness. And I'm not going to have trouble with you, am I? The terms that the bank here in Rome humbly offers your Holiness for whatever credit you might wish to draw. Uh, need I remind you, usury is a sin. You wouldn't want to involve his Holiness in sin, would you? A humble offering to show our goodwill. Ten thousand under the famous board your great-grandfather used to use. Orsini will see it done and delivered. Welcome to the family, Renzo. Oh, 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 lemons! <laughs> look! Gio, do you think His Holiness will look with favour on Renzo? Oh. Of course. Everybody loves Renzo. If the price is right, my dear niece, the deal will be done. He's looking for allies. Lorenzo might be exactly the man for him. But whether he's the man for Lorenzo... You don't trust him? This is the Vatican. Nobody trusts anybody. Look upon my works and wonder. Have a lemon, big brother. Whoa. Did we get the contract? We did. If your eminence will lend a hand. Have another lemon. Can we trust him? Of course not. But for now, we all he gave us all indulgences. Absolution for the whole family. Well, excuse me, I'd better go and start using mine. There's an awful lot of untasted sin out there and I can't wait to get stuck in. So what's he like, this Pope? He's nothing like the Borgias. Rough and ready. He's nobody's man except his own. That's good for us. He's a snake, Lorenzo. Always remember to keep a firm hold on his throat. He's a trader. He needs money. We have money. He's now in moral debt to us for 10,000 florins. Sixtus wouldn't recognise a moral if it bit his ears off. Isn't money like Gio's lemons? All right while it's going round, but what happens when the juggling stops? We have Volterra, and Volterra has alum. And that never stops earning. Um, excuse my ignorance. Your robes, uncle. My dresses, Renzo's coat and breeches. All the colours in wool are fixed with alum. Without it... We'd live in a grey world. If there's a money tree on this land, Volterra is it. And it grows in a Medici garden. It was a triumphant return to Florence. Thank you, thank you, Settle. Thank you. We have a firm ally in our new Pope. Oh, and as a sign of his regard, our dear father, Sixtus, has presented me, us, with an antique bust of the Roman Emperor Augustus, and it shall stand here in the council chamber forever. Some of us say that Sixtus intended a different lesson, that Augustus overthrew the Roman Republic, and Lorenzo is becoming all too like the late emperor. Well, he thinks himself a great man, to be sure and has great plans, but let us always remember, Tanucci. when man plans, God laughs. Lorenzo the Magnificent. Lorenzo, the grandson of a murderer. Sixtus is no fool. Above all things, he wants to extend his power beyond the Vatican and Rome. 
If the pox doesn't get him, or the dagger of some jealous husband or wife, he will lay his plans. And who are we not to help him? Who are we not to profit from Medici's fall? I care nothing for that, Jacopo. I wait only for the day I will say, take my hand, Lorenzo, let me help you. When he reaches out, I will look into his eyes and say, for Niccolò Tenucci, cut his throat. Your time may be sooner than you think. How so? Volterra. What about it? Where Medici holds the Alam mining concession. So? So, a number of merchants are fed up with that situation. You're buying the concession out from under Lorenzo? Exactly. We are going to take the goose that lays the golden eggs. It was on a day when the sun was darkened in pity that I made no defense, but was captive to your lovely eyes, my lady. It was not time to be on guard against love's surprise. Do you also quote Petrarch to your wife in the morning, Renzo? I seldom go to sleep with my wife and almost never waken beside her. Mm-hmm. Do you worry? I never sometimes worry. That she might... They say poison is a wife's weapon. As she is, above all things, a sensible woman. She runs the house and the estates, uses her connections in Rome to aid the family. She understands. One day, perhaps, their wives and mistresses will make an alliance. And then, my dear, watch out. <laughs> <laughs> Sooner the mice and the cat. Men and women, they don't change, my love. They do. We get older by the day and nothing can save us from time. You will at least get old, me. Sometimes at night I can feel it in the tips of my toes. The first cold touch. And that is why I need you. <laughs> There's no beautiful bodies and no loving in heaven. Of what we don't do here goes undone. So sad, my love. Madonna. Oh, hell no. Your husband. I really don't fancy a window exit. What is it, girl? Or the Cavaliere? Huh? He is called. He must come. This had better be good, Sorrini. How did you know where I was? It's supposed to be a secret from no one, Lorenzo. Not in this town. Sit down. Mother? I know who I am, my dear. You look serious. It's Volterra. The mining consortium has withdrawn our concession. They can't. They have. The city council has ratified the change. They intend to control the trade. They threw one of our managers out of a window. Fourth floor. It's not a good time for this. The banks are stretched. Money isn't coming in from London. God knows what the manager is thinking of, but we get excuses, not credits. The same from Geneva. They're all going their own way. Well, we need to do something about Volterra. Yes, Renzo, we do. I'm thinking that if you lead an embassy to the town, it'll give them respect. Sodorini can negotiate. We offer them a bigger share. You sign the agreement, hold a feast and... 
No, we need to teach them a lesson. Not at all, my young friend. Yes, my old friend, my esteemed mother. It's ass-kicking time in Tuscany, and I'm the man with the boot. But not the army. We'll buy one in. Isn't that what Condottieri are for? Montefeltro of Abina. He's the man, a master of war. A mad dog. We'll get 2,000 mercenaries and put the fear of God into Volterra. I'll go too. And uh, Gio. Don't play soldiers. War's not a game. Better a lean peace than a fat victory. We're short on money. You've spent too much. When we first talked, Sodorini, did I not say I'd be my own man? And hey, it'll make a grand picture. We'll take Maestro Botticelli. <sighs> Messer. Messer Medici. Messer Tanucci. I... I wanted to say that you have my full support. Florence must remain strong. Well, that is very handsome of you. Considering. This... thing between us. I regret it, Messer. As do I. We are both young. The hurt lies with our grandfathers. I wonder if... perhaps... new blood should banish the old. What we don't do here goes undone. Perhaps it should. If I draw my sword, then, I offer it in the service of Florence and Medici for tomorrow. They say you are a formidable fighter, Andrea Tanucci. I accept your sword and your loyalty for tomorrow and Volterra. <laughs> Isn't it splendid? Be at war. A fine horse on a fine day. Well, I hope it's worth it. I was about to breach the defences of Baron Shelley's beautiful daughter. Now, every man needs a battle, Gio. A little martial music. Look at Multifeltro. I barely can. You know, he cut half his nose off so he could see better with his one eye. And what have noses got to do with it? Renzo, he's a madman. And his men aren't much better. We camp. We blockade the city. It's just a show. We give Volterra a scare. Drums, trumpets, we rattle some spears. And then it'll be back to business as usual. No killing. I don't trust him, brother. We're paying, Gio. We don't have to trust him. Somebody pays him more. They sat outside the town walls for a month. Volterra surrendered. A truce was arranged. The mercenaries entered the city through the main gates. How did our young Mars like his first taste of war? Montefeltro did as you paid him to do. Let his bastards off the leash. I paid him well. And they earned their wages. When we rode through that charnel house, Renzo sat on his horse and vomited. <laughs> oh, God. Even the brat Geo shut up for us. Oh. What have we done, Geo? What have we done? Volterra never will. The city of the dead and all Lorenzo's dreams of glory turned to shit. And there'll be no more Alan mine there for a good while. And I thought, you thirsted for blood, Lorenzo. And with blood, you were filled. And I hope it burns like the liquid fires of hell. You come home when you're hurt. I suppose it's no good going to your mother. I like this place. I like being with you and the children, and I feel regrets. This is a future where anything is possible. And the past is set? My mother was right. 
should have listened. I should have seen how a mercenary army would behave in a town like Volterra. Ordinary people, Clarice. They didn't deserve it. What did they say? Florence thinks I'm a bloody hero. They cheered when I came back. I can't do anything wrong in their eyes. I even got a letter of congratulations from the Pope. Oh, I don't trust that man. He's a gangster. But he's our gangster. Once alone, it seems. I have to go back tomorrow. See what it's all about. Sometimes I just... I hate business. You always hate business. That's why you leave it all to your mother and Soderini. You know what I'd really like? To be a farmer. And plant lemons. As old Giovanni did. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> when I was 18, my father sent me to Rome to negotiate with the old Pope, Paul II. I was to get him to, uh, to award us the monopoly for the alum trade. I mean, there was money involved from the Rome branch, and a lot of it. But that wasn't why he signed the deal. Simply, he liked me. Nothing more than that. Simply, he liked me, and we made the deal, and... And I believed then, with absolute certainty, that there was nothing I couldn't do in this world. And then, as we get older, we begin to understand that there is more and more we cannot do until, in the end, our body simply can't do life anymore. And then we die. But not today. Come, let's go see the children. I want to be with them. I want to see how they believe that there is nothing in this world that they can't do. You're back. How is Clarice? Another baby on the go, is it? Lorenzo the... Oh, once a year, man. Very funny. Here you are at last. And a good day to you, Mother. Soderini. Don't look at me like that. Just because you were right about Volterra. What does Sixtus want? Imola. Imola's a dump. Why would he want that place? He wants the Lordship of Imola so he can put one of his nephews in as Archbishop. That man's got more nephews than a cat has fleas. We've already got one of his bishops here in Florence. How much does he want? 40,000 florins. 40,000? Can we do it? Hmm? Should we do it? Soderini. We're not in the best of financial health here or in Rome. The interruption to alum mining is going to mean a projected loss of around 60,000, 70,000 florins per annum. Deposits are low, too much spending on buildings and art. And the damned English still aren't paying what they owe. They're all barbarians over there, rain shite and shagging sheep. How much are they down? 60,000 pounds plus. And I just know the manager in London is doing private business for himself. All in all, we could do it for Sixtus, but... Here's why we shouldn't. My friends, my friends, please, please. His Holiness, Pope Sixtus, has it in his mind to take the Lordship of Imola unto himself. Oh, Imola? Scandal. Imola, as you know, 
has always been a Florentine town. Yes. yes. A three days' ride from our walls, it couldn't be of great use to an enemy. Now, it is for this reason that we shall deny any loan to His Holiness. All banks in Florence and their branches in Italy or other lands shall neither lend nor otherwise enable His Holiness to buy the said lordship. With great respect and regret, etc., etc. I call a vote on this matter. A well-won vote, Lorenzo. I admire the sentiment. No votes against, no abstentions. Of course. It makes good sense, Messer Pazzi. Either that or it shows that democracy is a sham in the Republic. Well, you and your supporters could have voted against. Not at all. Florence's interest are Pazzi's interest. We must be alert to enemies within and without. Pazzi stands 100% behind you. Well, just as long as you don't intend to plant a dagger in my back. Heaven forbid. Though I'm not sure if His Holiness would agree. Sixtus is not the forgiving kind, and for all his capering and clownishness, he's one very shrewd operator. Leave Sixtus to me, Messer Pazzi. I have his balls in my fist, and as they say around here, mind your own business, and you'll live to be a hundred. <laughs> a good day to you. Leave Sixtus to me. I've got his balls in my fist. Those were his very words, Holiness. Ass-faced little snotrack. This is that bloody bitch Lucrezia. <laughs> she did the thinking for his dad and does it for him, too. I mean, I'm not an unforgiving sort. I'm bloody Pope. Forgiveness is my business. But that ass Unforgivable, Holiness? Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, what have you got for me, Patsy? Imola. You know the prize? 40,000 florins at 0% interest, no usury. How would you like to be my banker? It would be a privilege, Holiness. I'll tell you what. I'll throw in the alum concession as well. Uh, well once Volterra is up and going again, it'll be a nice little urna, and Medici will choke on it. <laughs> Thank you, Holiness. I shall get that done. He won't go away, you know. Holiness? Lorenzo de' Medici. Or his pretty little brother, or his interfering mother. They'll stick like shit on a blanket as soon as they hear about this. How dare they? This is unforgivable. They'll pay. Sixtus and Patsy. It's like he spat on our name. It disrespects us. I made it clear. No loans to the Pope. Obviously not clear enough. Unfortunately, Lorenzo is not a king. For all his efforts, Cosimo never quite managed that. Florence is still a republic. Medici is a snake, Patsy. What do you do with a snake? You cut no, it. Uh, 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 not a word. I cannot... Uh, I will not sanction the taking of human life. Even contemptible, evil rubbish like Lorenzo the Insignificant. I... 
won't sanction it. But, holiness? Stuff happens. So were I to ask, holiness, if you would be happy for us to steer the ship to bring it safe to harbour. Oh, I've always loved the sea. <laughs> yes. Guide your ship, and I'll send you some spiritual advice to help you on your way. Once Easter is done, we get that out the way, and then we move. Soderini, I want our people to mark the opposition. Names, addresses, contacts, everything. The Sunday after Easter Sunday. They'll be feasting, off their guard. Not Sunday. We don't want to lose the church. The bishop is a patsy man. We take no chances. After midnight, before dawn Monday, when they're sleeping. Hmm. What about the Pope? We should know how he's going to take this. How involved is he? We can't afford a war with Sixtus. Well, that's why we pay our cardinal. And Gio? I want you protected at all times. Oh, oh come on, I'm not uh, an infant. At least be wary, brother, of everyone. Soderini, get word to Orsini. He can test the waters in Rome. You seen that one, Orsini? Oh, it's very fine, Holiness. Yeah, that's me at the Vatican Library <laughs> by Defoli. I'm building up the stock. Always happy to get contributions. Nothing like learning. <laughs> You don't think it makes me look fat? Oh, no, not at all, Holiness. I mean, I am fat. Don't you agree, Orsini? I, I, uh, I, I, I wouldn't say fat. But you wouldn't say thin, either. Get off the bloody fence, man. Fat? Thin? What? Ah. I'm joking. Relax. Come on. Let's get some cool wine. Of course, Holiness. Wine for my good friend, Cardinal Orsini. <laughs> Come on, you lazy buggers, earn your money. The Pope is thirsty, and the Cardinal is gagging. <laughs> is it true? We got confirmation today. Oh, indigestion, it seems. Nobody dies of indigestion. What did you ask him to do? Lorenzo. You, madam. You and Soderini. You sit there and make plans and tell Renzo and then people... People die. He was a good man. More to the point, he was our man and... What? Pope Sixtus will pay for it. Will he? Do popes ever pay? Perhaps that's up to God. The rest is up to us. The House of Pazzi, its supporters... They'll all pay. And so will we. Is this what you wanted when they married you into Medici? All that learning, the Latin, the Greek, the mathematics, the art. For what? For this? For killing them before they kill us? For being human, Clarice. For making the best of it, for being what we are. and For we'll being be. Medici. Sometimes I hate being Medici. You love your children. They are Medici, too. Yes. Then hold by that. Love is our crowning grace, the holiest right of the soul. It reconciles us to the life we must live and promises the grace and mercy of the life to come. 
That's all I have to say. Sunday, 26th of April, 1478. The day of restitution dawned fine and so clear. You could almost see heaven's gate. As for hell, it waited for the Medici. I am a priest. My name doesn't matter. Where I come from does. Volterra, that insulted city. Who sent me? His Holiness. My task to seek restitution for a murdered town. We attended the Duomo for mass that day. The family. All of us. Perhaps in view of what we had planned for the Monday. The Sunday was holy. Of course, Gio was late. Renzo was early. His mistress must have kicked him out at Cockcrow. Patsy joined us as the priest raised the host. It seems everyone was there that day, the Sunday after Easter. Messer Pazzi and Tenucci were waiting for Giuliano. They stood either side of him. Lorenzo the murderer knelt before the host. He was the first man and would be first to die. I noticed suddenly the place is full of Pazzi's people. They seem to be everywhere. Gio pauses. And everything is very still. A frozen moment, utterly silent. The dust glittering in the beams of the sun. Still. Per ipsum et cum ipso et in ipso estibi Deo patri omnipotenti Everything so still. spiritus sancti. Something's wrong. Are you here? What is it? Something's wrong. Here, Gio, let me help you. Do it! For blood! For Renzo! Renzo! Gio! And then it all went to hell. He was out in the city all day. Into the night. Where in the name of hell is he? Anything? Gone, Messer Patsy. He must be somewhere. He was here and then. Not here. In God's name, find him! Stop him! Bring him down! We have to gain the city! Find him! In the name of Christ, where is he? Gone, Tanucci. Gone like a ghost. And we're nothing. And we're gone too. <gasps> Renzo! Renzo! Thank God! That climb used to be easy. Something. Something to drink. You hurt. They said at the service. That... Never mind what they said. I'm alive. I need you to get word to my... We've been out all day. Nobody's listening. Everyone's waiting. Oh, they, they said you were stabbed. You were dead. I should be. Thank God the priest was no soldier. He was clumsy and slow. I threw chalice wine in his face. I ran. Like a coward, I ran. 
Been running ever since. Marietta. You have to get a message to my family. Can you do that? I have to find out. Gio, is he safe? My mother, Clarice. I have to. Marietta? Marietta? I said, be wary. I said, look after yourself. I said! They stabbed him 90 times. Could they not have pity on my darling boy? Not a drop of pity. What are we going to do? Kill them all. Find them. Find them. And first things first. My brother's first. First is climbing out of this pile of shite. Lorenzo, you'll go to the Signoria this morning. Summon all of them. Our people are gathered. We can protect you. Show yourself. Be alive. Be Lorenzo de' Medici. That will be enough. After Gio, there is no enough. Oh, don't worry. They'll pay. All of them. Not just Pazzi and Tinucci. All the names in our list. I want them dead. Sixtus won't like it. You think they acted without his permission? You think I care? We can't go to war with the Pope. One of his priests tried to stab my husband. Find that priest. Get the information out of him. I don't care how. The man's disappeared, or been made to disappear, like Tanucci. But Patsy is still out there. So is the bishop. We can't touch It was his cathedral. He's an ally of the Patsy. This is our house, our town. And once anyone feels that they can get away with murder, we're finished. I don't care if he's the Pope's brother. We take him and we hang him. This is serious money. So we did. Put a noose round their necks and kicked them out of the highest windows of the Signoria Palazzo. Papsi in his underwear, the bishop in his robes. There they hung, writhing like grubs on a hook until they died. It took a long time. Everyone came to look, and Maestro Botticelli painted a picture. They tell me it's very true to death. I don't know. I haven't seen it. As for Sixtus... And Lorenzo has hanged my nephew. I'm sure he is resting in Abraham's bosom. I doubt it, knowing him. They can't get away with it, Tanucci. I've taken over the Rome branch of their goddamn bank. See how they like that. The priest I sent... Disappeared. Oh, sensible. Huh. Uh, for you, too. Go away, become someone else. Never go home. You know that, don't you? That wherever you go now, for the rest of your life... You could never be sure about seeing tomorrow. I did what I had to for my family. Blood for blood. No, it's what we tell ourselves. For the family, for Medici, for Patsy, for Tinucci. 
There's something you can do for me before you go. I do get to go, then? <laughs> you don't have to worry about me. <laughs> Florence and young Renzo, well, that's another matter. I shall excommunicate them all for a start. You don't need me for that. No, no, simply a message I want you to deliver to King Ferrante of Naples. Nothing on paper. Take this ring. Whisper in his ear. I'm going to declare war on House Medici, and Ferrante will be my sword of righteousness. You see... He desires their pictures, their jewellery, their music, their brilliance. Great collector is Ferrante. You should see his collection. Very, very interesting. Now, read this, remember it, and go swiftly. And so it goes. In half a year, another army trampling the grapes. Another vintage of pain and suffering for Florence. Ferrante's hordes like locusts over Tuscany. Towns fall and Florence waits for Lorenzo the Magnificent to be. Magnificent and do something to get us out of this one. But sometimes waiting is not enough. They were wrong. Wrong, Madonna. I don't understand. They said the painters flatter my husband's mistress. They don't. You are beautiful. And you are generous, Madonna, in allowing me to see you. And we don't make the rules. There's no reason why we should always obey them. Please sit. Marietta! Madam! Sit, woman. I'm not that terrifying, am I? You do have your ways, Lucrezia. <laughs> Why are you here, Signora? There is a talk of plague in the city, and a plague from Naples reaches out across the land toward us. And no money to buy our way out of this one. That's what they are saying. And what you're not saying is... Lorenzo's going to do something dangerous, or, or wild, or... Or stupid. He wouldn't be the first Medici to do that. Or it may be the only thing that can be done in the circumstances. Do what? Lead an army? He's no soldier. My son will go to Ferrante and persuade him to make peace. Do you know about Ferrante? What kind of man he is? What he does to his enemies? No, we have to stop this. We can't let him go. There must be a better way. Ferrante wants Florence, and Florence without Lorenzo is like chess without a king. There's no game. And as long as there's a game to play, there's a chance of winning. You've lost one son, and you still agree that Renzo should risk this? Yes. And you, Clarity? He's your husband, the father of your children. Do you accept this madness, too? There's no choice. It's in God's hands now. We are Medici. This is the only game left. And Lorenzo plays for everything. 
Thank you for listening, and don't forget to join us tomorrow for yet another amazing story.